Welcome to Explore the Word Podcast. Hope you're having a wonderful day. In this episode, we're going to examine the place called hell. We live in a day where many people don't believe there's such a literal place, or they mock Christians for believing in it as well. I believe the Bible to be the Word of God, so it's the Word of God. God can't lie, so I'm definitely interested in what the Scripture says about hell. And the Bible has a lot to say about it. So let's explore the word, the the book, and find out what it says. The Bible teaches that the wicked who reject Christ will end up in hell. In Psalms 9.17, the wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. The devil and his minions will end up there as well. We've examined uh, this recently in our Sunday night series in Revelation. There's 162 times in the New Testament which speak about the doom that awaits the unrepentant. And over 70 of those times were spoken by the Lord. So a great question to ask is, what is hell? Hell is the banishment from the presence of God. 2 Thessalonians 1.9 Who shall be punished uh, from everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power? It is a place full of torment and punishment, uh, Luke sixteen twenty three, and in hell he lifted up his voice, being in torments. In the original language of the scriptures, there's three words that are used to describe hell, and you will see this as you read through the Bible, Sheol, Hades, and Gehenna. Those three places are mentioned throughout the scriptures as well, and they're to, describing hell okay there it's the same place it's not three different places it's the same place hell was originally created for the devil and his angels the ones that followed him after his rebellion against the almighty matthew 25 41 backs that up depart from me ye cursed into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels hell was not intended for man wasn't created for that purpose but If men insist on rejecting Christ and heaven, then hell is their final destination because it's one or the other. We're going to look at heaven in another uh, podcast, but it's one of the two. Hell is definitely described for us uh, in the word of God. It does not fit the narrative that you would hear from the world with, uh, I'll hang out with my buddies there, I'll have a good time, you know, we'll play cards. I've heard those things myself a bit said by folks. Hell is a place of punishment. Matthew twenty five forty six, And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but righteous into life eternal. And I mentioned already, uh, it was a place of torment in Luke chapter 16. Uh, that's a great passage that uh, really helps us understand the differences between heaven and hell. Uh, but uh, that's described for us in that verse as well in Luke chapter 16. There is many verses in the scriptures that teach us that it's a place of fire. Matthew uh, 13, 42. And shall cast them into a furnace of fire, and there shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Uh, The verse also provides us with sobering truth that the inhabitants of hell are wailing, which means lamenting, they're in pain, and the gnashing of teeth to us that would be grinding your teeth, often done when you're in pain. So hell is a horrible place. It's a place of great suffering, place of really undescribable pain. So how long does hell last? 
The Bible repeatedly proclaims that heaven and hell are eternal and everlasting. And they shall go away into everlasting punishment, Matthew 25. All right, it's, it's everlasting, and in those righteous into eternal life. There are many who object to the doctrine of hell. Uh, here are a few of the arguments that they use against this teaching from the Word of God. This doctrine is inconsistent with the love of God. That's, that's a really big one. The same Bible that speaks of the love of God also speaks just as much of his justice and his holiness. The Almighty is perfectly balanced in both love and in justice. He will not say, oh, you've sinned, but because I love you so much, I'll let you into heaven and, you know, we'll do away with hell. No, because of his justice, of his holiness, he says there, there has to be. Is there another another question that comes up? Is, is there any need of eternal punishment? Won't all sin be paid for eventually? The punishment for sin is death. Okay, Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. Uh, this death is way more than just physical death because we know all men die because of sin. But this is eternal separation from God. So, yes, because of sin, you're eternally separated from God. The sin won't be paid for eventually. It's the consequence, eternal consequence. Won't the doom repent and ask the Lord to be forgiven? That's another question. Salvation is limited to this life and to this life only. Okay? You have to make the decision for Christ before you pass on. All prayer of the doomed are denied. All right? That once you get to uh, the other side, you get to hell, uh, you can't pray to be into heaven then. And we find that, again, I mentioned Luke 16. That's a really good read to understand that, uh, it, it, the rich man and Lazarus. Uh, prayers for deliverance and salvation will be denied forever once you reach here. Here, while you're alive, they will be heard. They will be answered, but not in the second life, the life to come. All right. Uh, doesn't hell mean the grave where both good and the bad must go? Again, reference back to Luke 16. The rich man Lazarus, the bad and the good man were buried, but the eternal abode of the souls of the two were very different. One was in a place of torment, the other in a place of comfort. And the two were separated by a great gulf that prevented any kind of transition from one place to another. And does hell or Hades or Gehenna or Sheol mean annihilation? Doesn't that mean annihilation? That I've heard that from some as well. Those who believe and teach that would use this verse. So I'll give you the verse that they use. 2 Thessalonians 1.9 Who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord? You know, that, so that's, they say, oh, this is the verse that promotes or teaches annihilation. Throughout scripture, though, you read that those who reject Christ will be punished and that punishment is eternal. So, can someone be consciously punished when they're annihilated? No. You can't punish someone who's annihilated. They're no longer in existence. So the individual must be conscious to be punished. Right? So it doesn't line up with a whole bunch of other scriptures as well. Uh, that's, again, a ver lifting a verse out of context to make a doctrine or a teaching on the one verse. 
So hell is a real place. It is horrible. It is painful. And unfortunately, it's eternal. But there's some really good news. Hell can be avoided. You don't hell does not is not the only destination. You can avoid it by accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Romans 10, 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And Romans 10, 13 says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's wonderful, life-changing truths right there, folks, that as bad as hell is, you do not have to partake in it. You do not have to go there. And I hope that's helped you understand it just a little bit better, maybe encourage you uh, with the truth that you can be saved, you can't escape its horrors. Uh, it's true. The Word of God says it to be so. As I mentioned, in the New Testament alone, 170 times it's mentioned. 70 times by the Lord Jesus Christ himself. All right, so it's a real place, but you can avoid it. That's the wonderful truth. So thank you for listening in today. Keep exploring the Word and looking to Jesus.